Hey, welcome home, Cassidy. My name is Stephen Mitchell, and it is a great joy to be with you. I'm so excited to be here, to be able to continue uh, worshiping the living God, the God who continues, even in the middle of a broken and hurting world, to love us and pursue us and share with us who He is and whose we are. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you again for joining us. If you're new here, a uh, special welcome to you. Hopefully in us, you will find a group of folks who are passionate about following Jesus Christ. We know we don't have it all together. We know we're not perfect, but we know the one who is, and that's Jesus. And so we want to be more like Jesus. And we want to invite you to come along with us uh, on this journey, uh, a journey of understanding, a journey of growth, a journey of transformation, where we are transformed from the inside out through the love of God so that we can be more like Jesus Christ, so that we can love the world the way that Jesus wants us to, so that we can live uh, and, and grow in our relationship with one another, so that we can share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. My hope is that when you're joining us, uh, that, that you recognize that and you join us for this journey uh, for a long period of time so that you, you can grow in that relationship and, and be made more and more like Jesus right alongside us. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, welcome to Online Church. It is awesome to be able to celebrate. Uh, this weekend is Super Bowl weekend, and we are excited about the Kansas City Chiefs. We are in Chiefs country, uh, and so we're excited about that. But there's another thing that goes on in the month of February. I, I, I'm pretty sure that you have noticed by now uh, the overwhelming uh, color change that occurs right after Christmas stuff goes away in the uh, in the in that special seasonal aisle uh, in the supermarket or in the pharmacy, and everything changes to pink and red. Yes, yes, friends, it's the season of love. Uh, I say it like that because that's how we jokingly say it at my house. It's it's strange. I get it. Uh, but the idea is that if you if you go to a grocery store or a pharmacy right now, uh, you're inundated by chocolate hearts and chocolate candies and and uh, hearts that explain or cards that explain just how much you love somebody else. And and my daughter um, is excited about Valentine's Day because she is expecting to get lots of candy. See, growing up. Valentine's Day was not the day that you got the candy. We would, we would wait until the day after Valentine's and then go get all the candy that's on sale. Uh, although now stores keep the prices up for a couple of days and then, then it plummets. But, uh, back in the day, it wasn't that way. You would go after and, you know, what was $10 before is only $1 afterwards. And we were like, yes, uh, we will get six of those. Um, and so my son this year, uh, is dreading and last year was, was really one. He, he's got a, uh, a girl that he's pretty interested in. And so now he's like, well, man, this, this Valentine's Day is a lot harder than, than, I, re than I thought it was, than I remember it being uh, in the past. And so um, that's just one of those things. Valentine's Day is, is one of those days that, that we have decided, hey, we're going to take this moment and share with uh, the people that are significant that we love uh, the idea of love. And we wanted to take this time and say, hey, you know what? Love is not hallmarks. Love is not 
uh, is not Valentine's Day. Love, love is God's, and we want to reclaim that. We want to take some of that back and, and try and figure out what love really looks like in a relationship with God, in a relationship outside of the walls of a church building, in a relationship that is really about transformation internally so that we can share with the world externally. Um, and what we're looking at is that love does. Love is an action. Love is something actually that's pretty weird. Love, love is hard to describe. Love is difficult to define. As a matter of fact, I, I, that's where I started when I was looking at this sermon series. Is I said, you know, what would it look like uh, to define love? Because love is hard to define. So I went to Webster's Dictionary online and dictionary.com, and th- these are the de- definitions that they have for love. Love defined as this, an intense feeling of deep affection. I love my dog. I have an intense feeling of deep affection for BGO because he is the coolest dog to ever walk the earth. But that's not the extent of my love. It, uh, this, this definition only encapsulates a piece of it. It's not the whole of the uh, way that I understand love because love is weird. It's hard to define. Or, or here's a good one. Uh, love defined is a great interest and pleasure in something. I have a great interest and pleasure will come from the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, and, and I love football and I love the Chiefs, but it's not the same love that I have for my dog. It's not the same love that I have for my family. So it's, it's not, this, this definition doesn't encompass all that we, we need to know about love either. Uh, or how about this one? A profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. Now we're getting into the idea of romantic love, that, that there's somebody out there that I, 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 I am in love with, that I, I want to share uh, who I am with in, in a way that, that is, is different than anything else. And yes, it's profoundly tender and passionate. Here, here's the deal. When we aren't able to really understand how to define something, we start using a lot of words to try and portray something. A profoundly tender, not just tender, but profoundly. This is the idea that, that love is just hard to define. Here's, here's the last one I got for you. A feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection. Uh, uh, as for a parent, a child, or a friend, uh, a warm personal attachment. Here we go again. Uh, not just personal, but warm. I, I don't even know, honestly, what that means. Um, <laughs> it's, it's because of this. Love, love is emotional, um, but it's not just an emotion. Love, love is more than that. Love is something that carries us. Love is something that perseveres. Love is something that carries through. Love is something that's insane and will do things that nobody else would do. Love does the most amazing things. And when we are in love, either with our, our children or with a spouse or with somebody that's special to us, whatever it is, we will go the extra mile. We will do things. We will, we will go bananas for it. I, I remember when I went to, after basic training in the United States Navy, I went to Millington, Tennessee, uh, which has no body of water anywhere near it, but they have an electronics training base there. And so I was there. And this, friends, was back in the day. So this is 1989. In 1989, there were no cell phones. For those of you that grew up with only cell phones, you will have no concept about what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it anyway because uh, it's what love does. Uh, There were no cell phones, and so one of the things that would happen is when you made a phone call, 
uh, you would first have to go to a payphone, which almost don't exist anymore, but you would go to that payphone, you would have to have bought a card, and that card had numbers, or, or you signed up for the card, and it had numbers on it so that they could bill you so that you could pay for your long-distance charges. And I remember sitting for hours on the telephone talking to uh, a a young lady named Erica who had my fancy at the time. And uh, we would sit and talk for hours on the phone, every minute ticking up time and ticking up finances. And I didn't make very much money when I was in the Navy. And here's the deal. I didn't care because love does the most insane things. Love does. Love is action. Love is pursuit. Love is, is making a difference for the world, uh, for, for your world, in your world, so that you can demonstrate or experience how much love is. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever said these words or not. Um, no, no, you hang up first. No, 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 no. You, you have to hang up first. I can't do it. I, I love you too much to hang up first, right? Or, or I love you more. Like it's a competition. I love you more. No, I love you more. Uh, it's so good. Love is so weird. It's so amazing and it's so powerful. Uh, recently, my son took a trip to Florida. He was driving from St. Louis to Florida and I said, hey, uh, do me a favor and download this app uh, that will allow me to track you. And he was like, dad, you know, I don't like to be tracked. And I was like, no, I get it. I get it. But I need to know where I'm going to have to go if there's a problem. Uh, because I will straight drive 685 miles to, to come and solve whatever problem is going on in your life. Because I love you and I'm not, I'm not going to let that go unnoticed. And now I realize that it's going to take like 12 hours to drive that far. So instead of that, I would have to like call somebody. But I would be there if I could. I would find a way to get there. And, and really the information that I wanted was just more information so that I knew that there was a more likelihood that he was safe. I talked to him like eight times. And one of those times was for a couple of hours while he was on that trip because I wanted to know where he was and how things were going. And I could see uh, where he was navigating through and, and, and all of those things because I want to be there for my son. We've all experienced things like this. We've all understood this. We've, we've probably, all of us, have gone through love of, of one form or another. But we also realize that love is not something that's easy to define. That it's almost impossible for us to explain. It's almost impossible for us to explain. And I think the reason behind that is because love is a gift that comes from God. And, and we have difficult enough time explaining love. How could we explain God. It's, it's just that mindset that, that love is a gift from God. We talk about it like this. We experience love. We are in love. We are out of love, those types of things. But we say God is love. And when we think about it like that, then we understand that the gift of love is what we experience, what we've been given by our Father in heaven, that God gave us life and gives us the gift of love so that we can respond to his love so that we can be in love with the God who created us. This is the desire of God. This is why we love so that we can respond to the love that God has first given to us so that we can be in a loving relationship because that's what God longs for. And so we wanted to take some time this February and take a look at what love does. What is love got to do with it, as Tina Turner said, is not really what we're looking for. What, 
what love does is, is the pursuit we have of who God is and what God wants for us and how we can live into that because if God truly is love, what does that look like lived out in our lives? So I wanted to start with this, taking a look at, uh, the, you have probably heard this scripture. It's read at uh, a ton of weddings. I've, I've read it myself at weddings that I've done. It says this, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. But love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Friends, even Paul, who is a great wordsmith when he's writing letters, um, struggles to explain love, to, to, to say what it is. He, he, he uses more of what it isn't in order for us to understand what it is. Love is so powerful and yet so confusing for us to try and explain. Now again, we've all experienced it. We understand innately what love is and what love does, but it's hard for us to articulate, to share with words. I mean, I remember when my son came to me, he said, Dad, how do you know when you're in love? And what is all of our response? You just know. You just know. And that, that's the key to it, is, is coming to a realization that, that love is something that is hard to define, hard to understand, hard to live into uh, alone. And yet when it happens uh, for your kids or for your family or for your uh, significant other, it is something that is overwhelming and overpowering. And you know 100% that you are there. And, and you will do anything to stay there and to maintain that relationship. And we know that love, love uh, in that initial first time that where I talk about love, uh, it, it, it's fleeting. It doesn't last very long. But then love gives way to something even more deep, even more rich, even more wonderful, that you would go to the ends of the earth for the person or persons that you love. And God is the same way. God has come into our world in the person of Jesus Christ and, and gives his life, death, and resurrection over to us so that we can enter into a loving relationship with our Father in heaven. And he makes us more than conquerors in that relationship. In, in the letter Paul wrote to the Romans, he says this, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's the deal. God's love for us is so much greater, so much greater than we can imagine. God's love for you is so much greater than you can ever imagine. God longs to be in relationship with us, longs to come into our lives and, and invites us into a loving and caring relationship with Him where, where we can come to life in who He is, where we can experience the love of the one who created love uh, and, and be invited into that relationship. And, th and that's what God is all about. Here's, here's the thing that fascinates me about God. 
in the Methodist church, we call this prevenient grace or preventing grace. It's the grace that comes before. That's what prevenient means. It comes before. Uh, and prevenient grace is the grace that comes before. We're going to go into the theological no-fun zone for just a second. Uh, the grace that comes before. So here's, here's what that means. That before you have made a decision, before you understand who God is and what God's love for you means and, and, and that you can embrace that love, God's grace and love is there for you already. That God loves you so much that He pursues you even when you're off on your own in the distance. And here's where it gets crazy, friends. God's love is so weird, so overwhelming, that, that God pursues us even knowing that we will not change our mind. What I mean is the staunchest atheist that grows up far from God and never, ever once desires to be in relationship with God through his entire or her entire life, that person still has God offering grace to that person each and every day saying, please come, please come into this relationship. It's almost as if God is not overwhelmed by monotony, that monotonous things are not a problem for God. For example, you know, when, when you're a parent, when, when my son was small, he loved for me to throw him in the air. Throw them in the air. Oh, do it again, Daddy. Do it again. Do it again, Daddy. Do it again. Do it again, Daddy. Do it again. You know, your shoulders and your back are killing you, and yet you're still trying to throw. And then you're at the point where you're like, if I throw him again, I'm not going to be able to catch him. And he really still wants to do it again. Or he wants to watch the same show over and over again. There is a joke in my house about Jurassic Park 2. I will not watch that movie because my son watched it like 800 million times. Loved Dinosaur, still loves dinosaurs and, and would, would just be focused on that movie over and over and over and over. Monotony for adults is tedious. It's horrible. We, we, we struggle and stru stress over monotonous things. We just can't I, can't, I can't do that one more time. I just can't be a part of that one more time. Like for me, one of the things that would be the most torturous of all existence is like taking a widget and putting it from here to here on a, an assembly line. That would be horrible for me. Now, some people it's not as bad for, but monotony is not something that adult humans are okay with. Kids, on the other hand, uh, a whole lot more, more okay with it. And I think God even more so, because God will, will pursue us and will, will go after us even though He knows the answer we're going to give. So it's not only monotonous, it's futile in our minds, but His love for us is so much more than we can ever imagine or understand. It's so powerful and so overwhelming. And we, when we really take some time and, and stop looking at the Hallmark version of love and look at what God is inviting us to, it, it, it can become even more overwhelming. Here's what I mean. In the beginning, there was the Father, Son, and Spirit. Before there was time, before creation, there was a love relationship between the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. After we were created, God longed to invite humanity, His precious creation, into that relationship. So much so that He would not take no for an answer. That even when we turned away and when we went our own way, that God pursued us. And then God came to the world in the person of Jesus Christ so that He could woo us back into that relationship and show us the way back to that relationship and offer grace for our brokenness. 
And that brings us deeper into that relationship where we can come alive in there. And, and, and so what we are invited to is we are invited to the love that began the creation of the world. We're invited into that, that crazy love relationship between the Father, the Spirit, and the Son, and, and God wants us right there in the middle of it. And, and that's what God pursues us for. That's what God longs for. And that's why we understand that God is love and that God's love is action. God does all of these things because of His great love for us. What else is there to do? but to chase us down when we go far away. What else is there to do when there is no other way to make a way than, than what God did? And, and, and God holds nothing back. The, the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, we call it Ephesians, says this, but because of His great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. God's grace makes a way for us. God's love has Him offer grace time and time again when we don't understand it, when we don't deserve it. There is nothing that we have done to earn it, but God longs for us to receive it so that we can be in that relationship. That's what love does. That's how love makes a way. That's how love continues. Love, love like I said, is emotional, but, but not just an emotion. Love is so much more than that. Love is not just uh, caring and, and sharing. Love is so much more than that. Love is so powerful and so profound, even for us who are, 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 are limited in our ability to care and love uh, because we're, we're so selfish. But God is not like that. God is selfless over selfish, and God makes a way for us to return to relationship. The truth is this, friends. When, when you were far from God, God's love made a way. When you were lost, God's love found you. When, when you were angry, God's love was patient. Maybe that's more present tense. God's love is patient. When you were on fire for Jesus, God's love was the fuel. My hope is that we can return to that, that we can be on fire for Jesus, and that God's love is the fuel, that God is the one that fuels us from the inside out so that we can take this crazy love that we have experienced from the Father and, and share that love with the world around us. The title of the sermon series is Love Does, and the idea behind it is that we will do whatever it takes to make a difference in the lives of others for Jesus Christ. Short of sin, we will love people in, into relationship with God. That's, that's, that's how it's meant to be, that we're not out there trying to show people that you need to follow Jesus because if you don't, you're going to go to hell. No, we have a better way than that. It's not the punishment aspect. It's the gift aspect that we need to focus on. That, that yes, we are saved from the brokenness of this world. We are saved from whatever that looks like in, in the world that is to come. But the important part is that it's been made available to us right here and not right now, not just in the end of days 
But right here in this moment, you can experience the radical love of Jesus Christ in your life. You can experience that love in in the Father, Son, and Spirit that you have been invited into. And so my question for all of us, each and every one of us, is this. What would your life look like if you were passionate about living out your love for God right now? Now some of you, some of us, struggle with this because it's hard for us to say what, what, what that would look like. What, what, what does being passionate about God look like first? And, and, and so I wanted to invite us, I wanted to invite us into this reality that we can be head over heels in love with Jesus Christ. Not, it's not a weird thing. I had a friend of mine who said he really doesn't like it when I say that. And, and, and his mindset is because it, it sounds strange to him because of the nature of being in love with God in the same way that we would be in love with somebody here on earth. And, and what I want us to recognize is the gift of love that we receive from the Father is one that we can live into. And, and if we say, God, I am yours 100%, Share your love with me. God will do just that. God won't hold back. God will open the floodgates of his love and pour them out upon you so that you can experience the radical love and grace of Jesus Christ in everything you do. And that's the invitation that we have from God. We're invited into this loving relationship and, and He will continue to invite you each and every day, even if you turn away. But my hope is that instead of turning away, instead of going our own way, that we turn toward the loving Father that sent the loving Son and sends the loving Spirit so that we can experience God in a new and profound way, so that we can come to life in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Gracious and almighty God, we give you thanks and praise for the love and grace that you pour out upon us. Thank you for being love for us even when we had gone astray. Thank you for what you share with us, the grace and the hope and the peace that even when we were on our own, that you were pursuing us. Thank you for your prevenient grace, this grace that comes before and woos us back into relationship. Thank you for loving us more than we could ever understand. And thank you for being the God who pursues us even even when it makes no sense. God, we... We rejoice in you. And and friends, if there is one of us here today that has yet to walk over that line of faith, to take that step, I just pray that you would pray with me. Father, forgive me for going my own way. Forgive me for being selfish and confused. And and God, I long to know you. I, I open myself up to your love. Pour your love out upon me so that I can know who you are and whose I am, so that I can come to life in the truth and in the hope that I can have in Jesus Christ. Father, make me more like Jesus in every way so that I can love my neighbor the way that you want me to, so that I can love you the way that you want me to, and so that together we can grow deeper in this love relationship so that we can be changed and that through us the world 
can change. We ask this in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all of us agreed and said, Amen.